You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Exalted in this service, and we are edified as a body. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Glory to God. Amen. There's so much grace available. It depends on the hearts to receive. There's so much grace available. Praise God. We're continuing with what we're dealing with, and I hope to finish today and then start a new series next week. Building Healthy Relationships 10. We ended last week with the scriptural verse, Proverbs 18, 13. To answer before listening, that is fully and shame. One of the building blocks for healthy, healthy relationships is communication. And in communication, when somebody speaks, you must be able to understand their intent. As a matter of fact, you who is speaking must make sure that the person you are speaking to really understands what you're saying. So there cannot be good communication without feedback. Wherever you see good communication, it is because there is proper feedback. And that's why the scripture is speaking to the fact that when you answer before listening, you are breaking communication. Because you can't have the full understanding of what the person is communicating. So don't budge in into communications. 
Don't budge him. Get the full import of what the person is saying. You know, in communication, there's about 65% of gestures, facial expressions, where we call silent communication. So the person didn't speak, but they have spoken. But it can sometimes be very deceptive if you don't find out whether you really understood their communication. Sometimes it is because you may know the person and it has become, watch this, a pattern of communication in that relationship. You know, when we're kids, there's a way your dad looks at you and you know exactly what they are saying. So that has become a pattern in the relationship. So you can sometimes communicate in that manner. But then when you meet people and you want to have healthy relationships with them, don't use your experience and the pattern with one person to engage the other. Is it making sense? So your father may mean that with an eye contact. It doesn't mean that person also means same. Find out. Find out. Because they may have grown from a different background. And therefore communicating from that background. Is that very clear? So you don't assume. How many of us have experienced things like that before? Yes. So you would make a mistake and judge them by what has happened before and think they mean good or they mean evil when you really didn't understand. Is that very clear? Okay. So don't answer before listening. Listen and then you what? Answer. Have you spoken to somebody and then the moment you start speaking, they say, I don't understand. Sometimes in marriage, people solve problems in that manner. That's the way people communicate. The moment the wife started speaking or the husband started speaking, he says, I don't understand. And then as much as they go and say, I won't understand. Do you know why? Because previously, something has happened. And they are going to discuss an issue that is similar to this. So straight away, they prejudge the issue and say, I don't understand, I won't understand. Or, I don't agree, or I won't agree. Judge Issues 
every issues, every issue on its own merit. Write this down. Judge every issue on its own what? Merit. <clears throat> it is one of the things that Jesus did. Bible said, when they spoke, the Pharisees spoke, he knew their intentions. So Jesus would only speak to your intentions. He would answer to your what? Intentions. So he first listens to the heart of the conversation before he answers. That's the way the believer answers. Praise God. Am I making sense? Yes. In, in other words, you have to be intentional about what you think and say. Have you seen the Ghanaian say, no problem? Togi, have you seen the Ghanaian say, no problem? As a matter of fact, when they say, no problem, be afraid. Because it is the pattern of communication that there's a big problem. <laughs> So wrong. So they just say it just for fun. Oh, no problem. And the next time you find that same person raising the issue, say, I was very hurt. But you said, no problem. So they answered, not even thinking about it. Because they are falling victim to a certain tradition and pattern of communicating. Am I speaking to you? Harriet, am I speaking to you? Yes. Good. All right. You'd realize that I'm going to really... Be I want it to be very practical. Very, very practical. Very practical. So, most of us communicate emotionally. So we don't think through what we say. So we are first emotional in our communication. No. And that's what Proverbs 18.13 is also addressing. To answer before listening. That is folly and shame. It 
is because you are so emotionally charged, either negatively or positively. Sometimes you are too excited, so you don't listen. So sometimes maybe it's a contract and you are so excited and they are talking. Instead of listening carefully, you don't listen. You're so excited about it. And then you now sign the deal. And then when you go, you realize that, ah, I made a You were too excited. Sometimes it's also the other. You were too sad. You were too angry. So you communicate out of anger. And that's when you begin to say things that you shouldn't say. Yes. In the same way, sometimes when you're excited, you say things that you shouldn't say. Yeah. Yeah. You say things you don't even mean. And then you realize that you can't stand up to what you have said. You know how Peter did it? And Jesus said, Peter. Very, very soon, the cock will not crow. You are going to betray me. He said, three times. Emotional Peter. Me. Me. Mba. That's what the Nigerian will say. God forbid. He was just being emotional. If he had thought through who is talking to him, And the track record <laughs> of what he says, he would have been sober to know that, no, I need to be careful because this man does not just speak. Are you getting it? But he was so emotional. He was overconfident. And he found himself in the wrong place. He wept bitterly because he didn't take care and take heed of himself. Are you here with me? Be careful about what you say. Especially when relationships go bad. especially when you have a best friend and something goes wrong in the relationship. How do you speak? How do you speak? Somebody said, quarrels end 
But words once spoken never die. Quarrels end. But words once spoken never die. When we fight or disagree with someone, let's watch our utterances. Don't communicate emotionally first. Think. Speak. You see, the orientation should be that I speak Christ. That should be the orientation. So if my emotions are following, they are following what I speak. I speak Christ. Oh, praise God. You know that sometimes what makes reconciliation difficult is not what caused the separation, but the things we say out of a head while separated. Words that become difficult to take back and leave a deep hole of mistrust in the heart of the other fellow. Most of us have not learned the beauty of silence. And the sanctity of right speech. Especially in relationships we once treasured. You never hear me talking dirty about someone I've had very good relationship with, no matter what. It's not possible. Because, and the point is, I don't break relationships. So maybe the other broke it. So they decided, okay, I'm going. That's fine. Sometimes you can help it. As much as it with, is it with me, I'm ready. No matter what. I'm ready to, I'm ready any day. So I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting for you. But then if they decide, that's fine. But the point is, that's the way Christ does it. So that's the way I will do it. Because I'll need them one of these days. Take this from me. I said it. You will need them one of these days. If it is not you, it may be your son or your daughter. It may be your uncle who is on his deathbed and he is the one to operate. Are you here with me? Yeah. 
Don't be in a good relationship with somebody and then when you have issues, you start telling other people. Let everything stay between the two of you. Don't go telling. The one who is listening and you are telling it the way you are telling is not wise. Because they must know you. Because there's bound to be an issue with you two tomorrow. Are you here with me? Yes. They will go tell. Did you know that killing Abel did not make Cain the accepted one? Let me say it again. Did you know that killing Abel did not make Cain the accepted one? Dragging others down will never raise you up. It will never raise you up. Luke 6, 45. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. Fill your heart with the word. Fill your mind with the word. Speak from the flow of the word. Are you here with me? Don't speak just from the flow of events. Because most events will come and go. But the word still stays the same. Are you here with me? Check the flow of your heart. It must be the flow of the spirit. And you will speak the spirit. Are you here? Tell the next person, check the flow of your heart. Look at John 16, 12. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. So Jesus was telling his disciples, that there's so much he wants to tell them. But they don't have what it takes to handle them. In other words, we must learn information management. When to say what. Why we say what. Where to say what. How to say what. Are you here with me? So Jesus had so much to say, but he knew it was not time. 
Don't be that person that always says, ask for me, I'll say it too. Yes, me, I don't care, I'll say it. That's why you can build healthy relationships. That's why everybody runs away from you. That's why you keep complaining, I don't have friends. Because you don't care about what hurts the other person. You don't care. You must care. So there are certain things that you say to people, even sometimes it may be good information, but it can still destroy them because it's not good time. As a matter of fact, you must know what your partner can handle and what you must tell them at what time. Are you here with me? You don't just say everything. Do you know there are people in your home? There are certain things that happen and then everybody comes together and everybody is sitting and they are actually thinking about how to tell them because they know they can't handle it. What are they doing? They are managing information. Because everything we say, Bible says, must edify others. So when you're going to say things that will kill people, you hold them back. You don't say things that will destroy lives. That's what I mean. I'll say it the way I feel it. Go ahead. Maybe that's the world, but you're a believer. This is Jesus. I want to tell you, but you can't bear it what? Now. So there are levels of communication because there are levels of understanding and forbearance. There are certain things you can't tell your child now. True or false? Oh, true or false? Yes. So know who you're communicating to. I tell people, before you speak, they tell me it's too rigorous. But I tell them, well, If by the Holy Spirit I've been able to do it, then we can all do it. Before you tell somebody something, why? Let your why always be in vogue. Why am I going to say what I am going to say? Why? When you take care of the why, the rest will follow well. Are you here with me? You will not say things and regret. Many of us say things and we regret. But the harm may have already been done. Yes. Already been done. Already been done. 
So why are you going to say what you're going to say? So if you're going to say it because you love them, it will show you when to say it, where to say it, and how to say it. True or false? If you're going to say it because you want to hurt them, it will also show you where to say it, when to say it, and then how you're going to say it. If it is by, by negative instincts, it will show the first thing, your face will show it. Yeah. And then after that, you don't care where, you know that. Yeah. You don't care where. Hey, you! Start from the back. Sometimes people are holding you. Please, please do it. Say, let me say it. Don't hold me. Your emotions is what is leading you. Some of you ladies, or some of you husbands, you must know when to talk to your wife. Very sensitive issue. I think our mothers used to do that very well. They used to do that very well. It's something they want to address. They wait. Very solemn time. They go on their knees. And then they speak. The ego of the man is brought Even sometimes when they act like they are not listening, they are listening. Your question must be, do I want to see results? Or you are saying it, even if the relationship will be destroyed, it should be destroyed. Then that's exactly what you are going to get. For every relationship you value, you are careful what you say. How you say it. It will be informed by why you're saying it. Are you here with me? Why? Why? Sometimes you'll be giving away by your facial expression because it comes before you know. But it must show you that if it happens very often, check your heart. The flow of your heart is not good. If it always happens to you like that, if you are here and every time your gestures give you away, it tells that the flow of your heart is not the best. We've spoken about this already. What you think 
If you are thinking love, it will show love in your face. Are you getting the point? You speak love. You can disagree, yet let nobody know. Do you know where cases where maybe you've had a disagreement? So let's say me and my wife has a disagreement. And then my wife goes and tells uh, his relatives that, oh, this. And then we patch up. <coughs> Tell me what happens. <laughs> No, tell me what happens. You sold yourself. Ah, okay. So, you see, so when, listen, there are times where there should be interventions. But even with the interventions, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Now, the same people will now start disrespecting your partner. And then you are angry. Why are you disrespecting my husband? Huh? Now, who? Kosam. You. You did. You did. Look at Amos 3, 7. For the Lord God, the sovereign Lord, does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. Hello. Who are we talking about? Lift up your head. Who are we talking about? So, no, he actually gave the description. Mm -hmm. For the Lord God who is the Lord God? Sovereign Lord. So he is sovereign. Yet, he does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. So God communicates. Though he is sovereign, he communicates his plans. He doesn't spring them on us. But he's careful who he communicates to. It's clear. Watch this. His servants. His what? Seven. Say his servants. Please say it like you mean it. His loyal people. He tells his loyal people his plans. He does not tell his enemies. <laughs> have you seen sometimes how we do it? You have a problem with your friend. You've built relationship for a long time. 
and then there's an issue, then you form an alliance with an enemy. You form an alliance with somebody who has been your enemy several years just because you want to fight your friend. Strange bedfellows. You are digging your grave. You are digging your grave. It kills fast. He's waiting for this opportunity. He will help you finish your friend. When he finishes, he will finish you. If your relationship came because you want to fight another person, stop that relationship now. You are in the wrong relationship. Stop it. Your concept of relationship will come after you very soon because you are also going to have problems. <laughs> Have you seen any human relationship without problems? Tell me which one. So God communicates and he communicates to the right people. Watch what he says. His secret. Say his secret. <laughs> to his servants. Your secret, we say, is your power. Who you talk to. Is the one who has your power. <laughs> Some of us have the myopic understanding of intimate relationship. We think intimate relationship is sex. It's not. It's deception. People go after prostitutes. What is it? They forget each other right from there. They don't even remember. The person you talk to constantly and consistently is the one you have intimate relationship with. And when you have that with the person and then you go into sex, then it makes it intimate. Because sex without communication is nothing. Are you here with me? Are you relating to what I'm saying?
So it is communication. What you say? Listen to me. You must be careful who you are consistently talking to. Even God doesn't talk to everybody. Are you here with me? Yes. He talks to his servants, the prophet. Reveals his secret and his plans to them. So God is nice with everyone. But he's intentional about who he communicates to his plans. He doesn't just speak to everybody. He speaks to his prophets. Those who speak his mind. 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 That's what the prophet speaks the mind of God. I'm not talking about the kind of prophets you see. So don't... Yes. I think one of these, they have to teach about the prophetic ministry. So you know exactly what it is. Speak the mind of God. I should teach it. Okay. That way. So the mind of God, they speak God's mind. What it means is that God has so much confidence in them that they will say what he wants them to say. Yes. They will not say what they want to say. They will not treat what he's telling them lightly. When the angel came to Mary, and the angel said whatever the angel would say to Mary, what the Bible say? She kept all of them in her heart. Can people trust you with their information without you using it against them? When I tell you something, I have given you power. You can either use it for me or against me. Did you see, Jesus say that? He said, the words you say you shall give what? Account. <laughs> you think he's talking about the judgment day? No. If you're going to be condemned, you'll be condemned because of what you said. <laughs> what you said. Don't let people down. Every time we talk to you, you give them away. You know, the reason why sometimes this happens is because 
We think we have been hurt beyond repairs, so we must take revenge. Yes. And watch this carefully. I'm going to say something that is very, very important. I want you to watch it. Watch it. Because it breeds a lot of hatred. It makes you go through pain and trauma. And it kills fast. And it's the reason why people backlash the way they do. When you see somebody really angry in a relationship to a certain point where they are ready to do so much, in their thinking, I have done so much for them. This is what they used to pay me back. I will show them. Am I correct? Am I correct? So what it is is that they see the person in debt to them. Hey, don't ever be in that corner. Don't ever. Don't ever see people in debt to you. Because of what you did for them, you are putting yourself at risk. For all this that I did. Hey. All this. Everybody is in debt. Am I saying that people should be ungrateful? No. That's not what I'm saying. If they... See it that they owe you to be grateful. Let them do it. But for you who did what you did, you must know that somebody has also done for you. You also have debts to pay. We all have debts to pay. We all. My mom died at the point when I was rising up and she couldn't benefit from all that she did for me. I still owe that debt. I can ever pay. The first man who gave me room when I didn't have money to pay rent. <laughs> Haven't I done certain things for him? Yes. But he can never pay for that rent because at that time, what he saved me from, not, no money can pay for it. 
no matter what I came back to give them, it won't pay for what they did at that time. It can't be. It can't be. You can be the richest man. And you can be the billionaire. You get to a place. Listen very carefully. You have all the money to buy water. There's no water there. And a poor man in that village brings you water to drink. No matter how much money you give them, it can't pay for the cup of water they give to you. So what is really driving you that crazy? That you think that the whole world owes you. And then every time you see if it was not me. Listen, when you see people speaking like that, run away from them. Who are you? Somebody also helped you to be where you are. For you who has been helped, you must also be grateful. Show gratitude. Show gratitude. Go your way to show gratitude to people who have helped you. Am I speaking to both sides of the coin? Philippians 1, 17 to 19. Look at what Apostle Paul tells Onesimus. If then you consider me a partner and a comrade in fellowship, welcome and receive him as you would. Welcome and receive me. And if he has done any wrong in any way or owes you anything, charge that to my account. I, Paul, Write it with my own hand. I promise to repay it in full. And that is to say nothing of the fact that you owe me your very self. Onesimus stole from his master, uh, 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 his master Philemon, sorry. Yes. So, and now Paul met um, 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 Onesimus and Onesimus has become a believer. Okay? So now Paul is writing to Philemon and saying, Philemon, um, I beg you, forgive Onesimus. Forgive him. And, and why do I say you should forgive him? Because you too, you owe me. So everybody owes what? 
When you think like that, you easily let go. You easily let go. You easily let go. You easily let go. You owe me your very self. So forgive him. Look at Romans 15, 27. They were glad to do this because they feel they owe a real debt to them. This is the Gentiles showing gratitude to the Jews. Since the Gentiles received the spiritual blessings of the good news from the believers in Jerusalem, they feel the least they can do in return is to help them financially. Praise God. So Paul is giving the reason why the Gentiles are showing gratitude to the Jews. That through them, they receive the gospel of salvation. And so the least they could also do that in a time that they were in need, they provide them with financial support. It is gratitude. Praise God. You must have the burden of showing gratitude. As a believer, gratitude must always fill your heart. For the little things, say thank you. Don't wait for the glamorous. For the little things, say thank you. And mean what you are saying. See anybody that does you good as an angel from God. And be thankful that God used them for you. Did you hear what I just said? Don't be those who say, oh, God did it. Don't mind him. I don't know what to say to a person who thinks like that. God always uses human beings. And human beings can refuse to be used. Hey. Did you hear what I just said? Use yourself as an example. Have you not refused several times? <laughs> yes. So don't take it for granted. You can easily take ourselves for granted in relationships. So the person has done it, right? Now you have an entitlement mindset. 
So when they do it, listen to me, even at work, when you are paid, say thank you. Just like the way your boss should also be able to say what? Thank you for your service. It's a Christian attitude. It's a Christian mindset. It's a Christian mentality. First Corinthians 9.11, Paul says, if we sowed spiritual things in you, is it too much if we reap material things from you? Praise God. No matter the wrong your parents did to you. No matter. No matter. He didn't take care of me. Pastor, you don't know. This man nearly aborted me. If it was not for my mother. Your mother intervened. That's fine. Your mother did well. But your mother didn't give the seed. Your mother collected the seed. And the seed he gave, you can't pay for it. Be grateful. Fathers mean life givers. That's what it means. If your father has not done anything, he gave you life. You can never pay for it. Am I saying fathers should be irresponsible? No. No. So don't ever say, oh, my mother did this. My father did this. And never, don't let it ever come out of your mouth. And whoever you got a friendly advice or you went to a prophet and the prophet told you your whole course, the whole course of your life is <laughs> your father or your mother. Do you know what he's doing? He's finishing you. Because you'd always come back with a course. <laughs> yes! He just left you hanging. So you'd always come back. Because he knows the, the moment you have that set in your heart with bitterness against your parents, Ah. Honor your mother and your father, and it shall be what? Well with you. He just took that life out of you. So he can suck you. Don't fall for it. <laughs> Don't. Don't fall for it. Don't let anybody give you that kind of counsel. No. Yeah. Yeah. 
And don't be a young man, young woman, always speaking to elders by terribly. Don't be. Communicate love straight from your heart. Oh, praise God. Don't let your communication in relationships be condescending. Be what? Be what? Condescending. It is because of how you're thinking. I'm above them. I'm above them. I'm above them. Don't ever walk as a Christian high-minded. It is not true spirituality. What the church has been teaching is boosting yourself. High-mindedness is not spirituality. Anybody who is truly spiritual is sober. They have a sober mind. Yes. They have a sober mind. Did you realize that when they went out to the gospel in Acts chapter 4 and the people, the, the authorities were about to, they never said, who are you? To the authorities. No. They saw them as those in what? Authority. But they prayed and said, Lord, look at their threats. Come through for us. They respected authority. A spiritual person respects what? Authority. Authority. You say, who are they? You say, because I'm a Christian. I have the revelation of God. I, I, yes. I'm the container of God's glory. So, start talking very, very wrong way to your boss. He will suck you. <laughs> yes, he will suck you. And when you go to the next place with the same attitude, they will suck you. If you think that the glory of God contains that attitude, you are lying to yourself. That's not the glory of God. That's not the revelation of the glory of God. It's not. It's not. Couldn't finish it. I'll end next week. Have you learned something? Talk to your father. Grace, glorious grace. Grace, glorious grace.
Thank you for listening to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth. Come.